instead of talking about the undrafted free agents, because we can always do another podcast. Yeah, about we've that. got plenty of time before the start of camp. Can we can we talk about some Game of Thrones? Sure. Let's do it. Keith, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Arya. I feel like, I feel like Will Compton needs to be. Spoiler here. alert! Right? Spoiler alert! If you have not watched this last episode of Game of Thrones or you're still in binge watching, yeah, turn off the pod now. Yeah. We're yeah, done. We're, we're done. If you it. haven't we're watched done. Game of Thrones for some reason. Ba, ba, da, ba, ba. Wait, that's not the end theme music, right? Whatever. Okay, no, anyway. whatever. <laughs> Close they it out. know what we mean. Keith, yep. Arya. Arya. Are you okay with Arya killing the Night King? Yeah, absolutely. She's why, a she's why certified she badass. Well, that's the question. Why wouldn't you be? Because that seems to be one of the major complaints. I mean, Lebowski, you've seen some complaints on there. I mean, is what this, do you think about Arya? Is this all about the Prince Who Has Promised theory and yeah. all that? The people are getting too precious about their, yeah. their theories? Yeah, okay. people are getting real uptight about it. No, that's that's my problem with this whole thing, is that Keith and I discussed this at length the other night. People are get, People get so into their theories and what they want to happen, and it turns into this like step-by-step action plan of hyper-specific shit. And when it doesn't go down that way, I feel like people get disappointed. And then suddenly that becomes the show's fault. And that's not how this is supposed to work. I I heard more than one person. If you've ever watched the show Breaking Bad, let let me say this. If you have not watched Breaking Bad, it's one of the best shows ever. Oh, yes. Please go. But this is what drew me away from like fan theories and things like that. It started with Breaking Bad because I saw so many people get disappointed with Breaking Bad because Breaking Bad didn't turn out the way they wanted. Mm-hmm. I saw it again with Mad Men. So many people hated the end of Mad Men because he turned out not to be D.B. fucking Cooper. Right. Like, <laughs> it, it, this shit gets rolling on Twitter and Instagram and the Reddit. The latest episode of True De- or latest season of True Detective was the same way. It I like did that. More yeah. straightforward. I, yeah. I did that with season three. Like, I almost kind of ruined it for myself because I wanted the end of True Detective to be this, like, hyper-specific, very creepy plot that it didn't turn out to be where i'm going with this is that i think with shows like this when it gets this far you just need to accept the fact that the show is as well written as it is and enjoy the ride yeah like stop building it up to where you're so upset because Arya, you know was the one that killed the night king and not Jon snow because of whatever theory or whatever and i'll even take this step further and i'll shut the hell up but Chad Withrow actually had a great point today. One of his primary complaint today was actually pretty funny to where he had people who were getting really pissed off on Twitter because they didn't like how, well, where, where was Arya for the 15 minutes in between she left when they ran to that ante room that had the fireplace in it to mm-hmm. how did she got there to kill the Night King? And he said, you're watching a movie that has dragons. You're watching a show that has dragons and magic, and you want to know the hyper-specific reality of the path someone took from a castle to go out and kill a guy who explodes when you stab him. Like, <laughs> stop reading into this. So and, and there well, actually is a good... Yeah. You know the details well, on that. There's not yeah. only a good reason, but there, there's so much to talk about. Um, there's so much to talk about this the scene and all this stuff in the fact that there, there was a tweet that got released today. Someone went through and rewatched that, that episode and they put towards the stuff that John was saying. So 
he apparently saw that Arya was going, and then he was like, go, go, or whatever it was. Basically, he was encouraging Arya to go kill the Night King. Oh, he was like looking at her. Yeah, looking at her while he's waiting on, while he's distracting the ice dragon or whatever. Yeah. There's all those little things. But my thing was, is that the storytelling made me total, and how they laid it out made me total. I was that, I was that audience member who those scenes, this whole episode was made for because I had totally forgot that Arya had left that building. And yep. she, the, her and the uh, Red Witch, Melisandre, or whatever, said, you know, what do we fear? Nothing but fear itself, or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> no fear, no mercy. <laughs> she, she put on that hat, big dog shirt. And then she was like, Mr. Gorbachev, tear <laughs> yeah. down this wall. <laughs> whatever the fuck it was. Uh, but I totally forgot that. So when Arya comes through on the screen, you know, to stab the Night King, and, and I'm like, it's me and Andy, friend of the podcast, Andy Goldstein. And I go, yes. And then she gets caught. And I go, no. <laughs> and then and then she drops it. And I'm thinking, no, no, no. I, I no. Thought, and then she catches the it. And then she catches it. And then she stabs him. And I'm like, yes. Fuck yes. I am so happy. And that's, that's what it's made for. It's yeah. not made for... I'd, I'd never want to downplay being literate and reading books. But those that, and especially because George R.R. Martin has not finished the books, this has to be excruciating for those that have not, that have read and invested 20 years. Because, right? I yeah, mean, 20 years? I, I can't really say that it's excruciating. I'm, I have read the books. I've yeah. actually read through them twice now. Was, was that I, a satisfying thing to you? Yes, like, it, to me, satis- I'm like, I'm in. It's satisfying to me because the way the show has built it up, and, and I will say I'm more invested in the show now than I was the books because the last read-through I've had on the books, it's been two years since I finished the last yeah. book, and I'm starting to forget details. But... The way the show has now built it up, I I actually am glad it was not Jon Snow. Because I think it just turns it into, well, Jon Snow saves everything. Right. Yeah. And so having Arya do it is not only satisfying to me, but I think it makes more sense. And I really like that the show writers went out of their way for this episode to really make you forget that she even left the room. That I she did. left. I mean, it, 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 it worked pacing. on me. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I did not work on everybody because I have met people or talked to people who work in film and like Titans film room. He was not fooled by it, mm. but he also works in film. He works in pacing. He, he knows works the in tricks. S- yeah. Sure, sure. I, I was just like, I was floored. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say that, that I also read the books and there's a, I'm not like, I'm not worried about the show ending, like not matching with the books. Cause I think that's probably going to happen because in the books, um, I don't know if everybody knows this, but the Night King is not actually a character as so far in the books, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a like guy they've mentioned in the past. He's his name is the Knights King, and he was a former uh, commander of the Night's Watch. Um, but he's not like the big bad in the books. The big bad. So he's not brand yet. No, there's just White Walkers. Yeah, um, there's not. It's it's a, like a he is mentioned. 
but not as a reoccurring character who's like the bad guy. Right. It's just the White Walkers that are like leading this as some kind of cabal. Hey, can I say something just real quick? No, we're moving on. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> this is my least favorite part of all of Game of Thrones is this whole Night King zombie White Walker thing. Yeah. And and I I have not read the books, but like I am I I just Ever since it was introduced, I'm like, okay, I know it's fantasy. I know there's dragons. I know there's, like, a woman walking through fire, and she's pooping dragons out of her butt. Mm. But Not exactly, but... Yeah. Well, I okay. mean, it's pretty yeah. exact. Yeah, pretty close. Dead on. Uh-huh. Uh, but I just... I mean, I never liked when it kind of turned into a little bit of Walking Dead. Yeah. So you, you like it as the political drama that it... I, I, feel I do, like but I mean, I'm okay with the going. dragons yeah. coming in, yeah. and I'm okay with... Certain elements, I th- I think this part of the the storyline and the story kind of got drugged out a little bit yeah. too far. So uh, so finish finish your point, yeah, Keith, sorry. and then I, I wanted to touch on what Zach just said. Was oh, talking about. I don't really know what my point was. I I just I'm not sure exactly how close, um, the the showrunners of the show are to how close the to what is going to be the actual events of the book. And but isn't George R.R. there? G-R-R-M? Uh, he is, I but I don't think he's closely working uh, as closely with him as he was. Do you think he's just fucking women? Uh, yeah. No. He's, no? He's Chewing bubblegum, no, kicking ass. He's you know? eating like a 12-pack of Cinnabons and sitting in his house <laughs> drinking. <laughs> and um, typing with one finger. And typing yeah. with one finger, which is what he really does, and it's horrifying. Um, no, Keith references, and I had to look it up to see. I can't find anything definitive on it. But there is a theory outside of the show, as much as I bitched about theories, that George R. R. Martin and the show writers have had a bit of a falling out, or they're at least distant from each other, to where he it, it, Martin is not involved at this point. Like obviously, they know how he they wanted have, to end if it. If you look at but. their kind of interviews over the last year since the last season ended, they reference we have enough information about where he was going with this to finish it out. They never reference actually like dialoguing with him, which they spent the first several seasons really kind of pimping and talking about the fact that, oh, yeah, he's right here with us. You know, we're always dialoguing with him. Yeah, And I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he changed his ending anyways because, I mean, at this point he almost has to, right? Because if, if this was going to be his ending – I mean, if you write it out in the books, I, I mean, sure, I guess the, the diehard fans will read it, but you'll get a lot more interest, I feel like, if, if it's a different ending mm-hmm. than what the show had, just because people will be like, oh, it's almost like an alternate ending to a movie or something like that, yeah. you know? Well, and in the interest of those who haven't read the books, I'll kind of step back from it. What I wanted to touch on with Zach's point about the whole zombie aspect of the show, I, I actually I agree with you on this. So Keith and I were talking at length about how I really wanted to see some payoff with why the Night King and the White Walkers were always making that same shape. Mm-hmm. They really made a big deal about the whole, almost like it being a religious or a cult type thing, yeah. not just a group of zombies raising other zombies. Right. But at the same time, it's zombies. It's zombies. And I got to the point in the show, which I loved this episode. I actually have to disagree with a lot of people that said, oh, it's one of the weakest episodes. It's definitely one of the stronger episodes. One of the strongest episodes. It might be one of my top five episodes because the first 15 minutes are so stressful and so Mm -hmm. well done. But And I'll get back to that in a second. Which is the point. But as I watched this episode progress, I realized there's not going to, there can't, at this point, there cannot be any payoff with the Night King and why are they making these symbols and all that. And while I was disappointed in that, this battle 
brought out that feeling in me that you were talking about, Zach, is like, I don't I don't really want to see any more of this yeah. after this point. Yeah, because I'm, I'm they're just – I'm satisfied. I, I mean, I, I, I know there's questions lingering, but, like, when and, you know, at there? the same point, you know, plot holes are plot holes. Well, like, I mean, you're watching – I watch Die Hard. I don't watch Die Hard for the plot. I'm yeah. not saying that this well, is Die Hard, but – well, I mean, at the same time, I I am one of those people that's okay with maybe a plot hole, plot hole, or a loose end here or there to advance the overarching story to sure. get to get it to what we all fell in love with Game of Thrones in the first place is let's get back to Cersei. Well, and I w- I'll say this, and then I'll, I'll move on. Try not to make this too mealy mouth, but well, my, we'll we'll go back through and edit <laughs> all this. One of my problems with. Why I never really could get into and stick with The Walking Dead is because I feel like that a zombie problem is one of those shows or is one of those premises where there's only a black or white answer. Either you find some sort of cure or answer for this problem. Or you kill everybody. Or, exactly, the only other side is for it to be a dark premise. There is no in-between if you're talking about a group of mindless enemy that is only going to continue to attack. Now, you can go off on a tangent about what happened to The Walking Dead and why you still like it or don't. But in the middle of the episode, while I was watching um, the, the Battle of Winterfell, as much as I was enjoying it, I realized, A, there's not going to be any payoff with the Night King's backstory, or I was pretty sure there wasn't going to be, because it pr- seemed pretty obvious that he was either going to die or they were literally pretty much going to wipe the castle clean and there was going to be like one, one person left. But anyways, long story short, I realized that not only did I want the want the battle to end with all the zombies gone because I didn't want to see it anymore. Because mm-hmm. again, it's just, it's an enemy that only has a black or white choice. Yeah, there's Either no they win to it. or there's a, a problem. There's a way to solve it. And yeah. we got the answer of Arya basically solved the problem. And so let's hear from our sponsors who will be able to solve all your problems. All right. So we talked about Arya and uh, her killing the Night King. So what do you think is coming up like, what do you expect to happen in these last three episodes? Do you expect Cool Game Bowl? Do you expect uh, uh, the Valonqar thing where one of uh, Cersei's brothers has to kill her? Like, kind of, kind of go through. What do you think is going to happen? I think those two things are going to happen. Well, let's let's talk about the Clegane. Is the Clegane? Clegane. Clegane. Clegane Bowl. Yeah. I mean, is the Hound up to the task now that he had to go through that whole? Well, I don't know. He's he's kind of overcome his fear of fire. You yeah. Know? yeah, but is overcome his fear of fighting, right? I mean, like he had a fear of fighting. The whole the whole Arya storyline served many many purposes. I was going to say fighting the dead's different, but then again, also the mountains also. Yeah, I mean he's undead, dead, right? But um, I mean, is the Hound who's going to win? I don't. I, don't I think know. they both lose. I think they both kill each other. Yeah, it seems like that would make the most like sense. in a weird incestual. Like I think that. Maybe Sandor gets like stabbed in the gut or something, and then ends up killing his brother, and then has a long goodbye with like yeah. an army. I mean, or somebody. You, you called them Sandor. I only know them as the Mountain and the Hound. Okay, which the, one is the Sandor? Hound. Okay, the Hound gets a gut stab, and then the Mountain gets killed by the. Don't the hound. don't you condescend me that I asked you to do the, the Hound? <laughs> I'm or trying the to appease you. Appease you. Hound or Mountain, Please. Lebowski? I don't think they fight. You don't think they fight? I, I they don't you're you're saying no, Cleegan Bowl. Why would you keep? So why would you keep the Hound alive through the zombie fight if he's not going to fight his brother though? Because he really doesn't serve any other purpose. Okay, on the right. show. let me let me. Him and Arya are really the only 
There's I, I nothing guess, left I there. guess let me kind of back up from that. I There's the potential for them to fight, but I don't see both of them dying. I definitely okay. see them. The mountain's dying. I mean, he's already yeah, he's dead, got to. Yeah, what what is he gonna do without Cersei? Just wander the countryside in his green <laughs> green face, looking like a Ninja Turtle that's been microwaved. But um, but anyway, so but I actually he looks like he was Donatello microwave because all purple, <laughs> he's, he's, the, the purple mass just melted. He's Donatello with like Chernobyl alopecia. But anyway, so I, I actually the mountain to me is a dark horse to survive because he's wanted to die through the whole show. You like mean the he, Hound? What did I say? The mountain? You said the mountain. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, yeah. Hound. the hound. The hound to me is the dark horse to survive because he's wanted to die through the whole show. I mean, every time he's come close to death, he's ready for it. Yeah. And Him so, and Jon Snow both. Yes. Yeah, so I, I actually, mean, Jon Snow's going to fucking die. I, I think we all just that. agree that. I don't know. There is no way he survives all the way I through I don't the know. End. He's got some pretty serious plot armor. because they've Does brought he? It, they've, yeah, they've brought him this far. I don't know if he has plot armor, but... Well, he's got he's got as much plot armor as the show will let you have. He's yeah. got plot aluminum foil. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the, my question is, where do we where do we go right immediately? This next episode, this is going to be a setup episode. Are we getting John and Danny fallout? As far as yes, are we going to have the, the the long overdue conversation about Absolutely. hey, we're related and we're banging? But is it really <laughs> long overdue? <laughs> Is I it mean, long overdue? I mean, it's just like one day. Yes, it's one it's day. We've been dancing around it for in, like three episodes. In, if you come in to tell your significant other, honey, I need to confess to you, I've been fucking the secretary at work, and then the house starts burning down. <laughs> when the house is done burning down, someone's going to look at the other one and go, we probably should talk about that whole thing I brought up in the kitchen <laughs> before I dumped the skillet in the sink or whatever the fuck happened. If, <laughs> if, if John was smart, he would just leave. He'd fake his own death. That, right? That's I mean, such a good analogy. Don't you just like leave and yeah. never talk to her no. ever again? Uh, you change your go? Facebook profile and your emails and all that kind of stuff. You could go be a faceless man. Yeah, uh, why not? And a faceless dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't mind me. I'm just the dragon, Bob the riding dragon, a dragon. <laughs> the dragon like disguises itself as a chicken. He, he, he but gets it's a still tattoo. Like a foot chicken. Listen, he gets a tattoo with a mustache on his uh, forefinger, and oh, he just like God, and that and that's how Komodo like dragons okay, were I'm born. Gonna, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get us back on track and finish my point. Okay. Um, I think if the mountain and the hound fight, they're both dying, which is why I don't think they're going to fight because I think the hound's going to live. I do. I think it's going to mm. be some kind of tortured slash satisfied existence for him. The only way but he lives is if he has some kind of like relationship with Sansa where he's like protecting her or something yes, like that. Yes, and I do. I think Who? it's because Brienne the dies. Hounds. The and hound, the, and like the hound, not Sansa, though, right? And the hound becomes not like a relationship, but but I mean, what I'm way. saying is, wouldn't the proper relationship be with Arya? No, Arya's no. gonna go do her own thing. She doesn't need protection. Brienne's done. Brienne's gonna die, and who's gonna inherit the protector of Winterfell is gonna be the hound. Hmm. That's my. That is my theory. Throw it in your fucking face. Count so, it. well, Here, here's can what I just like laid him in front of my fucking face. Yeah, you can. Okay. Here's here's my prediction. <laughs> don't want to throw it don't for want next throw. episode. We're gonna have. Uh, everybody seems to have forgotten that Braun is headed north with a crossbow. That is right? true. Yeah. Oh, good um, point. See you with the crossbow. Crossbow. <laughs> what you uh, gonna do? Uncle Garfield. What you gonna do? So he's gonna show up. We're either bow, gonna we're gonna bow. get one of two things. We're gonna get him either trying to kill Tyrion and accidentally killing Brienne so that Jamie wants to kill Cersei, mm-hmm. or we're going to have him come up to Tyrion and, and have a conversation of, "Hey, your sister gave me this cart full of gold." 
and he's either going to have to pick um, friendship with Tyrion, which would be a nice, cheery ending for that, or he's going to have to pay him more gold than... The motherfucker needs a castle. I mean, let's and get that. Woman. Okay, can we get Braun a castle <laughs> with huge whoever, tracts of land? <laughs> whoever is going to actually literally hand him a key to a castle and a is going to win. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he really cares about what, the woman at this if, point. What if they just hand the him castle, the keys to Winterfell and they're like, it's kind of fucked up, but you can have it now. I think he would take it. Do you think he's that desperate <laughs> that he would they take give, it? They give him, No, they give him Winterfell, but they just don't say like, anything. Look, you got to clean up the zombies in there, all right? There's, there's, a like, lot of... there's like one or two zombies in there that you got to like deal with that you have to like clean up. There's some bodies. It, there's listen, some, there's it some is bodies. as is, okay? No warranties are made yeah. on the on the... Property. I mentioned this after the episode ended. In about two days, Winterfell is going to smell terrible. It's a foreclosure property, no doubt about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those where you love the house, you fall in love with it, your wife just cannot believe how beautiful the backyard is, and then they tell you that a family of five hung themselves in the living room. This like, week, oh, great. This week on Castle Hunters, (laughs) we've got Winterfell, a lovely northern castle. Did but I it has a few thousand dead bodies in it. <laughs> did I say the mountain looks like he has Chernobyl alopecia? Yeah, you did. He just came that. out of my mouth yeah, before I, I registered that. what it said. Okay. It's very accurate. Yeah. So do we feel the Iron Fleet is going to be a huge... Like, are there elephants on the Iron Fleet that are going to fly off? What that's we, what Cersei Dumbo? wants. Yeah, that's what Cersei wants Jesus. is flying there's elephants. There's no elephants. No, there's no, no elephants. elephants. They there's already no elephants. He, she's already been disappointed by but elephants. Is the Iron Fleet gonna be a big turning point or is it just like are a you forgetting after Which Greyjoy are you talking about? Uh the one that like Euron. sniffs everybody. Oh, okay. The weird Euron. Euron <laughs> yeah. has his own fleet. Yeah. And yeah, he's the, a big sniffer. Technically, it looks like Joshua Jackson, but on Crystal Meth. <laughs> technically the Iron Fleet is, <laughs> is, that, is that Dawson? Is over there <laughs> yeah. in um in whatever they call it, the Iron, the Iron yeah. Islands. Yeah, yeah. So now that the dead aren't alive anymore, she's definitely coming down to deal with Euron. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Theon's sister. Oh, uh, I'm. I'm. Oh, that. you think so? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yara, that's gonna Yara is gonna come riding. For yeah. that. Is she kind of sneaky? Like, kind of attractive. Oh, like, boy. I mean, it's like I a weird know. attractive. Like when she, she's not attractive when she's not talking, but then when she gives a rousing speech, you're like, had boner. She's. <laughs> she's I, very I direct. Know, maybe. Yeah. She's very direct. I'll give her that. Um, but yeah, so that's going to happen, but I don't, that doesn't happen this episode. That you, you think this is a, five. this is uh, a, uh, conversations in elegant rooms. Yes. This is going to episode. be, holy shit, we survived, but there's this problem we have to deal with and there's going to be probably the brawn thing. But other than that, it's going to be kind of reintroducing us to the Cersei issue and everything else. Well, the directors mm-hmm. and writers did say that uh, this last episode, this episode coming up on this Sunday, and the next episode are a beginning, middle, end. Yeah. Mm. So if that's the case, we've already seen the beginning, we have a middle, and then we have an end. What's going to be the fourth? What's the fourth uh, one? It's got to be the tie-up. Because, I mean, they're, whenever the whole battle with Cersei happens, I mean, that's got to be basically episode five. Five, I yeah. And then episode six is going to be the fallout. Who sits on the Iron Throne? How how do, we have how to do have the, the stories end for all these characters? We have to, yeah, we have to have the what I call the Star Wars medal ceremony where, mm-hmm. um, you, you know. You think it's a whole hour of just medals and music and a crowning. yeah we're gonna have the crowning a, a we're, wedding, we're gonna maybe. have we're gonna have Gendry and Arya get awarded like the Stormlands because that's where the Baratheons held traditionally 
we're going to have, you know, Sansa get Winterfell and all that so stuff. So you think it's actually going to be pretty, like, hunky-dory? For the most part. I think we're going to have one of Danny or John die, for sure. All right, sure. so I, I kind of... Yeah, don't You don't think we have a royal wedding at the very end? No. I, like, I, I want to know this. Ancestral, I mean, let's let's like, red wedding keep. Part two. You think hunky-dory, everybody gets their tract of land, and Hun- we're all good. Hunky-dory with the caveat that one of the major characters in the show yeah, dies. Yeah, but I mean, yes. I mean, give me that one character. I mean, that could be Cersei, and everything no, 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 is still no, hunky-dory. No, I'm saying either John or Danny, the two main protagonists, okay. one of the two is not making it out. Okay. Um, so for clarity, George R. R. Martin has said the ending will be, quote, bittersweet. Mm. So... That means somebody's not gonna make it through. Right. What What about you? I mean, like, is does is that too hunky dory for you, Lebowski? Well, I don't know. I hate to say it's a loaded question, but it is because what there there can be situations where someone other than Cersei or a character that we like sits on the Iron Throne. But the circumstances of how they arrive at that point are pretty fucked up because this show has a real thick history of doing that. Right. I mean, <laughs> the red, the red wedding threw everyone through a loop. Yeah. yeah. When I read it in the book and then saw it again on TV, it was gut wrenching. So yeah. my physical trainer this morning, she actually just watched a red wedding last night, <laughs> and and for the first time, and she was shocked. God, so that's that I do enjoy that when I when I see someone on Twitter or something and they're doing a watch through and they're like, you know, we're getting to the red wedding or someone will you know, pose like, hey, will you record your reaction when you watch the red wedding? I do enjoy watching those. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really want to make a prediction about who's going to sit on the Iron Throne, but I do believe that whoever gets the Iron Throne it is going to be a very, very heavy price. And I think it's going to be a heavy price for those involved, particularly with their family. If John sits on the Iron Throne, I believe wholeheartedly not only is Danny dead, but one of the other um, Starks is dead as well. I think Sansa's mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. Would you Would you be happy with a has Keith proposed a armistice of sorts where everybody gets their own land? Would you Would you be okay with that, Lebowski? No, fuck no. I actually I would. I didn't I didn't say armistice. I said that. Like, well, I mean, the good guys win. I and know. Then, I mean, then they give out. Like, yeah, but I mean, that seems like an armistice considering who's getting what lands and all that kind of stuff. Well, an armistice is more of we're going to stop fighting because it's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like I think Cersei actual, definitely Well, I mean, yeah. it's Cersei, technically what it is. You're, no, you're, Cersei definitely Because isn't it like loses. Victory Day? I mean, wouldn't you consider this like their V-Day, well, Victory Day, but, and then, but, then they're all going to eventually fight at some point well, again? But, but Victory is like the actual end of like hostilities. And yeah. armistice is like... We're gonna stop fighting because mom and dad are watching. Yeah, like yeah. it's pause. So there is a little bit of a difference, but at the same time, I I kind of want uh, in very typical Game of Thrones fashion. I do. I kind of want a bittersweet ending. I mm. do think if it just works out all hunky dory and Cersei dies and we get minimal deaths at the end of it out of Starks or whatever, I think it's gonna seem. Quite, you're gonna have a lot of fans pissed off. Forced, and, and I think right? it's, gonna see, it's gonna see forced. It's gonna see hollow. And and I and actually, I will say, rightfully so. Yeah. Right, rightfully so. I, what do you think of Big Mike? I hope. I do hope that there is at least one more shocking moment. And I think the last real. I mean, there's shock, three episodes. Shouldn't there be like at least four to five more well, shocking moments? I guess I'm at the point where there's not that much left that would shock me. I mean, oh, really? most of these characters, yes. I feel like, have played out their arc and are kind of ready to die. 
I, I think Jon Snow or Danny dying would be that shocking moment. I think that's the last major card that they have left. Let me, let me pause you there. Would you be shocked if John or Danny died? No, absolutely Keith. not. Keith. Lebowski, would you be shocked? Maybe. I would, I would be sh- Okay, if Danny just dies due to like a mishap or a falls battle, down some stairs. Well, <laughs> I think I think the thing that would be shocking is John looking her in the eye and executing her. She forgot yeah. that she left the oven yeah. on. No, <laughs> and that's that I guess is what I'm getting at. It's like there's got to be something. <laughs> has to be a shocking a, murder, right? Like John, it's John backs someone, over with a dragon. Someone turning He's on somebody or Fuck. like maybe maybe it's the you know, it's not necessarily that they died but how it happened yes you know it's gonna be something where either like the crossbow that kyburn was building kills her dragon and she falls to her death who or is kyburn the, the, the creepy doctor the hand the, the, the hand for cersei dr frankenstein he yeah. made the mountain. He made the mountain. Oh, he's okay. super creepy. They, he yeah, see, I they think made I missed a, that episode, by the way. They made a big deal about well, him making yes, a giant uh, yeah. scorpion crossbow. Uh, which, oh, that's right. That. I remember uh, that episode, but not the episode where the, the mountain suddenly came back. I feel already, like I missed that part. They already shot that giant crossbow at a dragon and missed, right? Yes. That was Braun barely missed. The battle of the, the loot train. Loot train yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the fire. That's the one that Jamie basically said, fuck this, I'm switching sides. So I think that either that happens or uh they defeat the army they go into the red keep to get cersei and she does some fucked up shit and kills one of them like there's, takes everybody out with there's her the potential sort of there is the potential that there might be more wild there's the potential that she goes mad king to electric boogaloo and actually blows up king's landing yeah I do you, what do you think that she's gonna be mad queen or do you think that daenerys is gonna be mad queen i think daenerys, if you had to bet money. Right, i'm just gonna throw it out there yeah daenerys is done for and I think Cersei is going to like go full retard and bl- can I say retard and no. blow? Well, up. You already said it. I uh, said it twice, but <laughs> and it is going to like seriously blow up King's Landing and the seat of power is going to be like Winterfell. So maybe like Sansa ends up on the Iron Throne or what would then become the Iron Throne. I think we could see potentially that like, would be interesting. I yeah. could, or we could potentially see like the end of the Iron Throne. It could just be a democracy, right? Well, I mean, would would it's not, would it's that not be very thrones? I mean. To be fair, if the dragons melted the Iron Throne, that, <laughs> that would be cool. a hell of an ending. That's cool. That would be pretty cool. Because that's, that's what we've cool. been fighting for. Now, yeah. don't isn't there hasn't there been a teaser at some point that shows dragons, or maybe it was a dream or something like that? Dragons over the main uh, like throne main room. Wall, yeah, that was uh, a that's a King's that's, Landing. That's a dream that's that a dream I think that Danny, Danny had, yes. where the dragon silhouette going over the throne room and there's, and there's snow a, falling. Yeah, and there's a hole through the ceiling. There's where snow maybe falling. Like maybe Jon Snow. Maybe it's yeah. Ash. Yeah, maybe it's Ash. Yeah, it could be Ash. Could be Ash. I, I I think something like that does happen though. Could I, be I feel like Big Mike. Let me ask you this: the jarring cinematography. Mm-hmm. Was was that a big deal for you? That seems to be a big deal breaker. I, I I will say it was hard to to follow at points, but I felt like it was intentional. Even as I was watching it, I was like, okay, now it really does feel like you're in a battle and it's confusing. And you know, I think they wanted you to be yeah. a little bit disoriented, and so that came across to me. So I didn't really have a huge problem with it. I could follow it enough to be like. Wow, shit is happening everywhere, and that's kind of how like I reacted to it. But it wasn't like, oh well, this sucks. I just can't see anything. Like, 
I mean, I, I could follow what was going on, and I yeah. kind of understood what they were going that was, for. Yeah, that, I mean, the whole thing was it's chaotic, it's battle, blah blah blah, yeah. and um, I I didn't have any issues with it. I, our TV's pretty cool, so. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the th- I mean, that's the thing. My yeah. opinion here is a little shitty because I'm I'm a bit of an audio video geek, and I picked that TV specifically. For the black levels and now, it being 4K, do you have a Samsung or it's a, it's a yeah. Samsung 4K? That's the way to go if you love black it, levels. It, no, it is go Samsung. The, the black, it's like seriously inky black, like deep black levels. But and and they're about to sponsor us. I feel like <laughs> after <laughs> us just bring it that. on Samsung. But it's it, so I can't really say that was my complaint. But that it's it's a bit of a loaded response because I spent time picking out a TV to specifically watch movies that it, that have darker scenes to do stuff like that. But at the same time, I watched the show with most of the lights out in the room because that's one to reduce glare yeah. and that kind yeah. of thing. So is my answer a little bit loaded? It is. And I will also say that it's, it's the whole point of those battle scenes is to, is to disorient you. But I did make the joke with Keith that I'm pretty sure I watched several main characters definitely die a few times. Yeah. And then, like, uh, we thought some, that Bri- Brienne oh, lost yeah. an arm. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I thought that she lost an arm at some point. There was, yeah. I mean, there was a couple of times where I was like, "Oh, Grey Worm's done. Oh, yeah. Brienne's like under yeah. a pile of bodies." But well, so Sam was th- literally th- laying on bodies, yeah. stabbing at people, and I was like, "Is he good?" Or yeah. the Grey Worm uh, putting on the helmet multiple times? Really? I mean, they need to give him a different color helmet. Right, I mean, he's he, the he probably could use some he's like the captain. feathers or something. Shouldn't he get some like, like a red, red thing yeah, or something? Yeah, he I could. can see that. He, he needs like a, a lighter colored like piece of armor or something. I just assume anytime they're showing like an unsullied and like hand to hand combat, basically, I thought he was dead down. every time, like five hundred well, times. They're not going to kill any of these main characters without their. Honestly, being but like I mean, shouldn't they have deal? killed him? I mean, he made plans. I will. Say I, I kind of felt like he was. If you gone. He's probably it, gone. I'll, I'll see if I can link it for our listeners. But if you can find it on Twitter, someone went and took several different battle scenes and lightened them up so that you could see them. Yeah, it looks like shit. It takes away. It's because they literally filmed it at yes, night. It, yeah. it takes away the entire. I mean, I'm about to say this, and I am someone that I, I really cannot stand when people will make this argument for artsy type films where I'm like, I just don't get it. They're like, well, you just don't see the director's vision. <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> this is what the showrunners wanted. They yes. wanted a dark, foreboding. Like it's confusing and hard to figure out what's the going t- on. The title is your called... emotions in in just so so much yeah. disarray. I was, I mean, I'll, I'll say this: like, it, you can go back and watch the movie, and whether it holds up or not, and historically, it's a fucking joke. But if you go back and watch Braveheart, I mean, does everybody kind of remember their first reaction to the battle scenes in Braveheart? They're mm-hmm. goddamn brutal. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. To the point where you're like, oh, wow, this is probably a little closer to what it's actually like instead of watching fucking First Night or something with Richard Gere. But so, <laughs> I mean, it's just like it's brutal. People are losing arms. There's blood everywhere. People are coming out of battles and they've got broken bones, arrows sticking out of them, and just absolutely covered in gore and broken bones. So I like that choice of just being raw. And I liked the choice in this episode of it's it's dark and foreboding and you can't see. And the flood of the White Walker zombie army just appearing mm-hmm. at the edge of the darkness where the torches stopped lighting the snow in front of them. That was I don't give a shit if you couldn't see the episode or not. That was amazing to yeah. see that. Yeah. It was horrifying. 
Yeah. There was a bunch of stuff that people are getting mad about battle tactics stuff. And it was like, they didn't do it because it was a cool battle tactic. They did it because it looked great visually. Yeah. But and but can, can I talk about that for a second? Sure. Uh, John and Danny are not known for their battle tactics. No, they're not good. I mean, when you go back and it's really look point. at it, uh, yes, it was probably written with the cool visual effect that a Throcky going forward and all the lights get snuffed out. Yes, they had the symbolism of, oh, we got hope. The Dothraki, who have gone and won, first charge headfirst into every battle they've had that Danny sent them on, is going to win this. And then you see the hope get snuffed out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yet, there's visual representation. But the characters have done nothing outside of what they, you know, we followed them to do. Yeah, I mean, John is very lucky in battles. Let's let's be honest here. John is not some great. He's not General Patton. I mean, let's let's be honest. Rob was the tactician. Of yeah, this. I yeah, mean, so. yeah, John's John's died. So let's not forget that John is is dead. Not in battle, but I mean, he's been dead before. I think that's a really important point. Is that neither of these characters have any reason to right. to know how to defend a castle well. Right. Yeah, I mean, yes, they have advisors there, but do have any of them really ever conducted a siege defense or well, any and, kind of and thing? And Danny like that? has always had it easy. She's either always had she's dragons, always or I too. mean, yeah, she's and never she's been got the element of surprise. I mean, yeah. let's be honest here. Danny's had it easy, which leads me to my second point: is that when Danny sees Dothraki die, I mean, she does what anybody who sees people die i mean she freaked out because she's never she's never started losing a battle right off the bat yeah and she spent like years with these people yeah at this point. was it bad strategy yes sure. but was there a good strategy to be but, had that, <laughs> yeah. that's that's the other thing here too is that i know i've seen some people that are like well you just you wait for them to attack and then you hit the hit them with the cavalry <laughs> from the side you know whatever it, they couldn't really wait because i mean they touched it on the on the episode before the food rations for the that size army and the fact that the dragons were eating a bunch of their food rations yeah. were kind of fucking them up. It's not like they could sit and wait out this long siege. Well, and there's know? a reason that the Army of the Dead showed up at that point. Right. I mean, let's be well, honest here. I mean, they showed up at that point for a reason. And here's the thing. The whole point behind siege mentality, you build castle walls to keep people out. Mm-hmm. Not something that is willing to literally form a pile of dead bullshit to crawl over your... There's no reason for them to back into the castle and wait for the army to come to them because the battle would have gone a lot worse than it already did. You had to try to meet them out because you can't fight an army of the dead the same way you're going to fight an actual like armed group of humans because the armed group of humans are going to stand outside. We had this earlier in the, uh, the third or fourth season where they surrounded the... What was that? Moat Kalen or whatever the yeah. fuck it's called. Yeah. The whole point the is. Black-ish. Yeah. I mean, like in medieval times, they would take a poisoned goat or pig or a donkey or something and hurl it over the wall and hope that either someone was stupid enough to eat it or it would naturally infect those that people touch it and got around it. You kill from the inside out. The dead's not thinking that way. They're just like, shit, let's just pile a bunch of dumbasses up against the wall and get over that bitch. So. <laughs> They had to meet him out front, and I agree with what you were saying, Zach. Like, was the whole lighting the swords thing done for the cinematic effect of having them go out in the distance? Absolutely. But there was a plot reason behind it that conveniently also had them lighting swords on fire anyway. So 
it served both purposes, and I really liked it, and I'll end it with this. Those that were complaining about the lighting, you can't tell me that your reaction of seeing the dragon fire hit those bodies and blast them into the air like an explosion didn't look a lot cooler with it being that dark. Yeah, yep. yeah. And uh, one more thing about uh, the the dragon fire and everything. The dragon fighting was a bit confusing and Transformers-esque in that it was like super up close yes. and you didn't yeah. get to see a lot. Right. Um, but when that dragon was on the ground and John was trying to get around it and there was fire coming out of its neck and its like jaw was like off and that was like one of the coolest looking scenes I've ever really, seen. Yeah. Really I, I think the most cool. beautiful scene I've ever seen on television is when all the dragons are... Uh, Danny and John's dragons went up into the sky and all above the clouds mm-hmm. in the twilight. I think that was probably one of the most beautiful scenes I've ever seen. That's cool. I, I agree, and I have to touch on the the, the dragon fire, like the special effects that they use for that. I think is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's not disappointing because if you look at dragons in any other film or cartoon or whatever. It's always it's just fire coming out of their mouth, and it just lights people on fire. But the difference here is like it's like violent and explosive when it hits shit. And mm-hmm. I really like that. I think that's mm-hmm. very very cool because if you go back and read any kind of you know bullshit ass tales, which is what they are, the myths of dragons, they were like that. It was supposed to be like an explosive, like unbelievable force. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go around the table. We're gonna end on this. You have to tell me at this point who's the next person to die. Ooh. And who is uh, going to sit on the Iron Throne? So we're at least going to be able to change both of those depending on who dies okay. or whatever. Okay. So let's start with Lebowski. First person to die, and who's going to sit on the Iron Throne at this moment? So the next person to die... Oh, boy. <laughs> the next person to die is Jamie Lannister. So do you think that out of the, let's say, the Lannisters, the Starks, the Daenerys, we're not going to count Grey Worm and all these sub-characters sure. or whatever, um, you think it's going to be Jamie is going to be the first one to die? Brienne counts and people like I, I that of that level. I can't level. give you justification. I really yeah. am just taking a stab here. I think that's a good I don't want to try to go down the theory of why. I'm just clarifying for just, the listeners. Yeah, just... Shot in the dark, Jamie Lannister's okay. next one to go. And I'll be devastated when he does, because Jamie is probably my favorite character. Do you uh do you like his redemption? Yes. I know we're getting very, a little bit off, but I, I think he has a satisfying very redemption. Very much story. so. I'll I'll kind of save this for the next episode we do on this, but I very much like Jamie's redemption arc. The um who do you think is gonna sit on the Iron Throne at this moment? Motherfucking hot pie. No, it's um <laughs> I was ready to so, I was ready to cast it off of, of hot pie. He's gonna, he's gonna be up there slinging those apple dumplings. Yeah. Um I um I'm gonna go with the the prototypical it's Jon Snow, but but Danny's dead. Gotcha. Big Mike. Uh, first main character to die. Uh let's go with mm, I'm going to go with the Hound. I think we get the Clegane Bowl fairly early on. And so you think the Hound dies? I think the Hound dies. Gotcha. Who's going to sit on the Iron Throne? I'm going to say Sansa. I'm going to go off the grid with Sansa. Right. That 5'9", fucking tall-ass bitch. Hey, what do you got, Keith? She's playing chess. Yeah, she is. Uh, but she can't stab anybody, so that's, that's a big thing. So I don't want this to happen, but I think it probably will. I think uh, Braun is going to kill Tyrion. 
Oh no! You you are no. dark for a guy that has such a happy no, listen, ending. That is so I'm dark. Sorry. I was literally sitting here thinking between Tyrion and Lannister. I basically flipped a coin. I went with yeah. Jamie. I think I think he kills uh, Tyrion, which gives oh Jamie God, incentive so to want to kill Cersei. I think they march down to King's Landing with whatever scrap army they have left. So you wrote you wrote fan fiction about this. I'm I'm you I'm thinking this through, but yeah. It's it my wall is literally covered in just <laughs> notes. It's you're like you're like the Charlie from It's Always Sunny in yeah, Philadelphia. Very yeah. Um I think they march down to King's Landing with their scrap army. They set up outside. Uh Jamie goes in sneaks back into King's Landing to see Cersei, kills her. And then, I don't know, some... I think there's a battle at King's Landing for sure, but I think Jamie eventually has to sneak in there and kill Cersei uh, and then kind of opens the gates, much like he did with the Mad King. I like that. And, a little symmetry. I like it. And mm. then, uh, I don't know, I'm going to pick Jon Snow to, to sit on the throne. I am going to go with... Bran is the next one to die. Because oh. isn't, it, isn't his storyline over? Like, yeah, what's yeah. the point yeah, in keeping basically. him? If, he, if he's at least not dead on screen, I think we can all just assume that if we never see him again, well, that motherfucker's well, dead. So he's still got to serve some purpose. Why? Because he's still got to tell. He's still got to tell some people some shit. I feel what like. he already told Tyrion some shit. Yeah, we know that he's told gotta, Tyrion some shit. We got to find out what that. I shit think is. he's but, but exactly, wouldn't you have your, the character have a conversation with someone that you haven't well, revealed flashbacks yet? Flashbacks don't count. I mean, you can have a you can kill off Bran and then have a flashback. Well, Here's yeah, no, what I this think. This is what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying. Yeah. Wouldn't you have him explain this if you were going to kill him off? Yeah, here's what I think. Jamie is literally going to just kill Bran or Cersei. One of the two is going to kill Bran. Even though there was a redemption story, I think it would be kind of cool if Jamie's like, yeah, maybe not that kind of a good guy, viewers, and just kill him. Going to finish the job. But I think sitting on the Iron Throne, I, I think that it's going to be Tyrion. And I think that leading mm. into the brand thing, Brand's told Tyrion, just sit back, relax. You got this. I think they're just going to leave Brand at a rest stop accidentally. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. We left him back at uh, the Fuck. Twins. He's not even mad. He's just staring. He's just like, yep. He's just warged out. He's, he's warging into some ravens, watching shit, just like, whatever. Someone come bring me Watch my pudding. A, he's watching some glory holes. <laughs> he's warding in a hot stop. pie. Bring me a pie, please. <laughs> I just hope everybody gets a hot pie from hot pie. Uh, where is hot pie right now? Cooking up. Cooking he's up. Cooking up yeah, but where? Uh, where on the map of he, the he Game met, of Thrones? He met with Does Arya he have his own thing the on the uh, intro that I'm not aware of? It's all hot pie. <laughs> I don't think it's we're like, going to see like him again. <laughs> do you think I, we're going to see him again? No. I hope they done. do. And then the last intro that they do is a giant croissant <laughs> unfolding <laughs> on King's Landing. Well, here's why I think it's all the ice was coming through. apple pies. It's made out of gears. All the ice was coming through, and then they came into, and then a hot pie popped up, and then the ice was like, okay, we're leaving. The ocean is all frosting. Well, it just turns into a cooking show. Let's, let's, pivots. let's stop before right. Michael and I keep going. I'm, I'm calling. Calling. So it's chopped Game of Thrones. It's chopped Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm calling it. This is this, this episode's this is over. The end of it. Ted uh, Allen walks out. Th- thanks for listening to the bonus episode <laughs> with all of our Game of Thrones stuff. He throws a massive, you know, just fork. Be sure to uh, visit 
uh, Music City Miracles for all your Titans news and uh, rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> you're you're and to Apple, this no, <laughs> Apple Apple Podcast. Should I, should I play uh, music for it's, this outro? Yeah. And uh, you've just been Game of Thrones. I don't think well, we've but been he doesn't know the music, so we got to stall for a little bit. I yeah. think it's just gonna be a big <laughs> oh spoiler just unfolding. <laughs> Like Winterfell is a big cinnamon roll. Your ingredients, your ingredients for this basket are three okay, crows, that's not the right a, like a dead Lannister baby, <laughs> a dead and Lannister a, baby, and a packet of cayenne. Oh my god, and a packet of cayenne. Yeah, Yikes. not just dragon's breath. It's oh, dragon's yeah. breath mead, and then you have Arya's left finger. Not in the dessert round. Come on now, <laughs> Patrick Payne forever. All right, so now.